0: Shut up and sit down.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Thirst. If it's episode 228, I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me, it's Matt. And with me, as always, it's the Light Bear. The light bringer, the light bear bringer, the beast master, third shift. It's my buddy Eric. There he is. He's biting his fist. He's making a blood sacrifice on the
0: table. Oh, my God. I'm doing Dude, some magic. You don't need anything. I do. You don't need. I need it. <sighs> I need it all, man. I can't. I can't live until i You already I've got, got the
1: thing you needed the blood sacrifice for. You got it. What more could a man need than that?
0: I need uh, that new GeForce 3060 graphics card. That's what I need. I thought you were going to say that
1: razor mask with the LED built in. Don't get me That's started It's going to be like Don't. $500. <laughs> Don't even There's get
0: me There's a topic started. for the day. I Talk ain't about talking that about thing. that stupid <laughs> mask. <laughs> hey, what's about this like $329 mask? It's like projection voice, man. Whoa. And it lights up. You're got like, LED lighting, bro. LED lighting. You can light your face up just like you do there in your basement right a- now. NP-3974 protection against stuff. Wow. No, thank you. I'm going to pass on that one. I'll keep wearing my little blue medicinal mask that they give me for free, and uh, we'll make it through.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) We're going to start the show off like we always do. Eric, my dude. What? How was your week this week?
0: Well, life went back to normal, sort of. Work shifted my schedule. I started working from 5 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. So that has shifted my entire life all around, made things really strange. So gaming wise it's been weird. I've only been all, I've been downstairs to play like randomly for an hour here and there. But while I was down there, I played two games, well three, but one we're going to talk about conjointly, you know what I'm saying? Like together. The ones I played on my own were of course Cyberpunk seven All right. I'm still cruising through. I told you I said I think I'm at the end of this thing. I've done all the side quests. I've done everything. Then I found out the blues actually turn into real quests sometimes. So I did a bunch of those. And then I was like, all right, I feel I feel good. I'm at that comfort zone. You know what I mean? I feel like I've done what I can do in Cyberpunk for now. So I was like, I'm going to finish this. And then I went to my journal for the first time that I've ever played this game. And I was, like, oh, no. I was like, oh, there's like all these weird quests that are like popping up and like strange ones that are like wait for this call or – make this thing, go deliver this, and then it'll start up this quest and do this. So I started to do those. Next thing you know, a couple days went by. I'm clearing those all off the plate. And here we are today. I'm finally at the end of it all. And I got one last quest to do that's going to be like the hey segue into the very last quest. And of course, I won't spoil or do anything, but I'm there. I'm finally at the the spot where if I go play for like two more hours, I'm going to finish the game. So that's what I've been up to in Cyberpunk, having a good time with it. I've already talked about it ad nauseum. Still love it, still play it, still like it, still can't wait for more. And since I'm talking about it, I do want to go ahead and state I am extremely aggravated with CD Projekt Red right now. Because they promised, well they didn't promise, but they stated... That the PS5 version was going to hit right around the next DLC when their first DLC was coming out, which was a Marchish time period, and then they just gave out a roadmap with a huge apology and a promise to all the players, etc. And they have delayed the next gen release till late end of this year, but the DLCs are still supposed to hit March and then July, whatever it is, etc. And that pisses me off. I'm not gonna lie, it does. Because my whole thing in my brain was, all right, I'm going to play the game with the subpar graphics and the glitches and the problems, and I still love it and I still enjoy it. And then in March, when that big old PlayStation 5 version hits and the beautiful ray tracing and all the graphics and all the beautifulness that was supposed to be there that's on the PC, it was going to hit. And I was going to pop it in I was going to download that new DLC, and we were going to be right back in Night City with the just the most beautiful world you could ever imagine. It's dead now. It's gone. Now it's hey, either keep up and play the DLCs with your shitty PS4 graphics, or don't touch Cyberpunk now till September, November, whatever it ends up being. Again, and of course, have everything spoiled along the way.
1: Just don't look at the internet, dude. So
0: just just, stop just media
1: blackout, dude. If that's what you choose to do, mm-hmm. then just don't listen to all those dumb podcasts you listen to that piss you off all the time, where they talk about stuff and spoil stuff and have dumb opinions and you don't like them anyway. Just don't listen to those. Or maybe look in the show description, and when it <laughs> says full discussion of Cyberpunk yeah, DLC, if it's like don't Cyberpunk, listen to that one.
0: Terror. So, yes, I'm now faced with a decision I didn't want to be faced with. Is basically why I'm aggravated. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just thought March was going to hit, DLC was going to hit, the PlayStation 5 version was going to hit. It was going to be beautiful. Perfect. And now it's, hey, you love this game. Do you want to play these DLCs as they come out and be hip, fresh, and hot on it and have a mm. great time? Or do you want to wait and actually get to play something when it's, because let's be honest, by the time November hits and the PS5 version hits, DLCs are going to be done out. it's going to be all over. Cyberpunk's done. So, why the hell am I ever going to play the game on the PS5 version when I've already just... I've beat it. I'm done with the game. You know me. Unless it's like top-notch 10 masterpiece, I'm never playing it again, so...
1: I mean, it's pretty damn good, though. It's really pretty It
0: is. Good. But for me, you know, these open-world ones like this, it's not my jam. I'm not going to play it again, so... With,
1: oh, yeah. See, you don't have to do all the stuff in it, though. You don't have to clean it all up. You can just be like, man, I want to see what the new intro is. I want to, oh, man, I'm going to go through the Pan Am storyline again. Do-do-do-do-do-do. You don't have to do the whole thing. You can still dip back in and get the greatest hits of it. It's like, yeah, yeah. Maybe they have New Game Plus at that point, and you can just dip back in as you, and then just roll through everything.
0: And maybe they'll be smart, and they'll come out with, yeah, some kind of gimmick or cool thing that gets you... Wanting to do another run-through with, of course, said new PS5 graphics, etc. And in that case, cool. I'll probably do it. Unless there's like a million other really cool games out. But I just wanted to grieve, you know, and be sad for a minute with how that all went down. I was not happy when I heard that news. I went, damn it, Cyberpunk. All right.
1: I was pretty disappointed when I saw that because I saw the little roadmap too, and it was like, free DLC, free DLC, free DLC, next-gen version. Whoosh, Way to the end of the mm. timeline. And it, it does make me sad because of all the points that you mentioned. So I'm not trying to play Super Devil's Advocate and say, ah, oh, Eric, oh, shucks, because I, I feel it fun. too. But at the same time, I don't know. I feel like I'm having a good enough time with it anyway that if I never get to play the next-gen, fully next-gen version, I at least had amazing times with amazing characters and amazing stories on this one as it is. It's still, you, you mentioned 10 out of 10 masterpiece. It's still at least a 9.5 out of 10. I'm having such an awesome time with it that I get it. I get it. But what I have right now is so good that I don't know. It's it's See, it's so good.
0: I would be there with you, but I have so many crashes. Uh, I can't even put it at 9.5. I put it at like an 8.5 because like. I crash probably like I told you two to three times every couple hours, and it just sucks. It just sucks because I'm like, "Oh yeah, all right, yeah, that's right." I'm flying through the air, I'm shooting this boss in the face, and crash. And then I'm like, oh. It
1: just it just blows my mind because I get maybe I don't play for as big of chunks as you do, but there are some days when I get home from work and I play until I go to bed, so I play in big long chunks. But I get maybe one crash every two play sessions or or maybe one per big long play session like that. So I don't know if maybe the Xbox version is a little more stable than the PS4 version on PS5 or you know maybe just the, the hardware, the Series S matches more to the Xbox One or something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're doing more crazy stuff since you're flying around with blades moving fast, Blade, cutting yeah, stuff and say, effects all over the place.
0: And that very well might be it because of me being stupid with all my super high speed abilities and doing the blades. It's just like it, start, it glitches out because it can't keep up. and
1: Because, I mean, for me, I mean, we won't go into like a whole big tangent, but I've been playing super sneak and hacking and killing everybody, super slow and stealthy-like, so I don't get a lot of big, crazy, everything's going on type things. I get a lot of me peeking around the corner for five seconds and everybody's dead, and then, oh, one person saw me, so I shoot him with my gun, and then everyone is just laying on the ground as corpses. So maybe that's it, too. Maybe you're just because uh-huh. you're Johnny Crazy Kills.
0: Well, and that's the other part is when I go on missions, I usually will have killed everyone before they're even done telling me what the mission is mm-hmm. and everyone's dead. So that might be a issue for it. I also have the fastest motorcycle in the game. So I'm like flying around to the different areas, like zooming. So I'm having a feeling that maybe it's not loading and then it starts to back up and back up and then it crashes. And then if you're killing
1: stuff before their flags go off, that's Mm -hmm. definitely going to do it, yeah.
0: So I feel like maybe it's because of the fast-paced nature of which I'm doing things. It's accelerating and making it more of an issue, but it is an issue. And sometimes, like I told you, it doesn't make me not want to play. It just does sometimes bug me where I'm like – and now, I gotta go do this fight over again. Now, I gotta listen to them talk one more time, do it all over, blah, blah, blah. I just wanna keep moving. What are we doing? So, that's Cyberpunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Matt wanted well, to add even more stuff in there, but we know we gotta go. I know go. you did. I on. know we
0: gotta go. And then the other game I've been playing, and I shouldn't even really say i been playing, I just started, started Bloodborne. I did it. Matt said, don't do it, stupid, don't. And I and I shouldn't because I don't like those types of games. I told y'all I played Demon Souls, screwed around with that for a long time when it first came out. And uh I went, nope, this ain't for me. But at, the world tells me that Bloodborne is the game you're supposed to play if you're a video gamer. And I'm like, well, I guess if the world says it, I gotta do it. That's right, you know what I mean? I'm just a sheep. I gotta do what the world tells me to do.
1: <laughs> now I'm over here dying because... You were talking about Demon Souls, how you got into it when it first dropped, and I remembered the story of why you bought Demon Souls
0: <laughs> <laughs> and why you ended up having to play it. <laughs> it's not even because I wanted the game in the first place. <laughs> oh man, oh
1: that's good, but that that's an inside uh, joke. So keep how's how's, yeah. how's Bloodborne been treating you?
0: <laughs> so I did the intro, did the you know for sure you were meant to die, and then got into the very beginning. And I'll say this, like graphics wise, it's fine, it's cool, you know. Obviously, it's dated, but still feels right. Still looks really, you know, grim and Cthulhu and H.P. Lovecraft kind of thing going on. I like the mobility; it's much faster than you were in Demon Souls. So I'm like, well, I can get on board. With this This is cool. I chose the uh, the baton, which is like the whip or whatever, kind of like Ivy's whip in Soul Calibur. Kind of does like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think started the very first area, and I like. How the notes are all there. Because I chose to play online. So there's like notes and stuff and everywhere. And you'll see like where other people played and died. And that's really cool. I'm really digging that. Or so I'm like moving forward and there will be like a note. And i am like, hey, you know, about 10 steps up. You better watch out. It's going to be the thing of thing the thing. And I'm like, sweet. So I feel kind of positive because I'm like, well, I'm not playing this like I did Demon Souls. Where I didn't even know what the hell I was even getting into. And I just died a billion times over and over. Now I'm like, oh, what's this guy doing? Oh, he says up here is a werewolf or something, and I got to watch out. Ta-da! Now I already know. Watch out. I'm about to get ambushed up here, try to evade it, get over here, run behind the bush. I'm like, sweet. So I get to play with a free player's guide, basically. It's kind of cool.
1: But that's just what I was going to give you crap about. You're basically playing with a walkthrough, except it's in the game. It's not on your phone. You just, when you would look down at your phone normally, now you're looking down at the ground in the game from Jimmy Bobimi, who who did the thing already. Jeez, there! Come on
0: now, no, turn this that is the stuff way to play. off. Turn it off. Then let's see no. how you like it. No, because I, I won't like it. This is the best way to play because now I, hey, there's a dragon who's gonna be up there and he's gonna smoke you. Watch out sweet, now I can avoid the dragon, go get that cool axe and just keep moving forward. Don't even got to worry about it. Terrible. Way to play. You know, I was told, people told me, okay, and by telling me, I mean they were talking on podcasts, not to me, but to other people, that the way to play it is online with friends helping you and being there with you. That's true. Because it makes it a little bit easier, more fun, not as stressful, not as aggravating, unless you really want that challenge, which I don't. So this is... This is it. I get to play Bloodborne and not be super angry and aggravated. And in theory, be able to actually play it, beat it, and enjoy it. And then be like, yeah, I played Bloodborne. I'm a video game guy. whoop a
1: So now I got to download Bloodborne because I got it for free also at PS Plus. Mm-hmm. And I got I to gotta do that invade your game thing. I got to come fight you and ruin your day all the time.
0: That would be fun. You should. <laughs> that would be incredible. And then I would just be like, I'm coming over. And then I would leave the game and come over to your house. And then you'd already be gone because I warned you I was coming over.
1: (laughs) I don't think you get to see who it is that kills you. It's just a random human comes out of the wall and gets you. Oh,
0: I would know. I would know. No, There's no nobody else. Now you're going to come
1: shoot me and I don't even play (laughs) the stupid game. I'll be sitting (laughs) there playing my Xbox. you would be like, boom, 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 boom. What's up, dude? I'll come with my Xbox controller in hand. I was just playing Cyberpunk and you shoot me in the face. That's not cool, (laughs) man. I
0: know. That's pretty brutal. Sorry, man. It's the way life is, though, sometimes. I don't know what to tell you. So that's what I've been doing. I just got started. I'm nowhere in that game for the most part. But I have begun my journey. And, of course, lastly but le- not least, did some Battleborn. But we'll talk about that together once you talk about your week.
1: So my week, I'll start off with Cyberpunk because we already touched on it a lot. I found my new play style over these past two weeks that we haven't been talking about how your week was. And I just teased it a little bit there. I hack and I sneak And I kill everybody before they even see me. And if they do see me, I pull out my one gun and I shoot them right in the face because I've been upgrading my gun because I got the crafting skills way up. Oh, it's so much fun. And it feels so different from how it normally, you know, how the game started out. Just running around like an idiot. Like, I told you, the gunplay didn't even feel right when I first played it. Now I'm in it, but I don't even need it anymore. I'm shooting from so far away with my high-powered rifle. And even if they get up in my face, I just hip-fire with it and just... I smoke everybody. It's so much fun. And I'm still riding around in Cheetah's old car. I've taken that with me through like fifty missions. That's now my car. It's now falling apart, like the hood's off, the door is falling off all the time. It started smoking during this last mission. I'm like, no, Cheetah's car. You gotta stay with me. Maybe I'll leave the game off for two days and you'll repair yourself somehow. I'll come back after the story mission and you'll be all fixed up. I don't know because <laughs> I actually do how you I was like, that, how yeah. to repair your vehicles? And it went, just walk away and then summon them from your garage. And I'm like, that's No, the Cheetah's car isn't in my garage.
0: Cheetah's car isn't there, yeah.
1: It's a special car. I got (laughs) to keep it with me.
0: You know, there's a lot of cool cars in the game, man. (laughs) No, I know. I've been driving
1: them, and then I found (laughs) Cheetah's car again, like, six hours after I left it. Mm. And I went, I'm just getting in this. And it's fast, too, so it's perfect. Also been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons like I do all the time. Uh, I had the day off today and I literally played four straight hours of it. Just rearranging my island, fixing things up, changing everything up. It's so weird because you get in the routine of just, ah, this is just how I'm going to keep it forever. And then someday you load in and you're just like, you know what? No. All that that's over there, that's got to be over here now. All those seasonal recipes I haven't been crafting, crafting them all, putting them all in a little seasonal place. Oh, and it's just so fun and good and just bright and cheery and fun, and all your little villagers wandering around while you're doing all this stuff. Ah, it's beautiful. Speaking of beautiful, The Outer Worlds. I got, I think, two streams in over these past couple of weeks. Ah, that game is so much fun. Even when I screw up the quests or don't know what I'm doing, or I'm just sucking at the combat, anytime I get into a dialogue scenario, there are so many wise ass, smart ass, sarcastic responses, even if I don't pick them. They make me laugh out loud. And it just, oh, it's so beautiful. Love that game. Another game I love, Star Renegades. Got further than I ever have before in this last playthrough, died on the big boss, which was one of those beautiful moments where I thought I was doing the boss right. And then he started k- picking off my characters because they were just, you know, kept getting whittled down. And then with three characters left and the boss at like 75% health, I went, oh, I did it wrong this whole time still with three out of my six characters just limping through i still took that boss down to like 10 percent, and i was like oh then next time i get in here this dude is dead oh but it's just so beautiful i love that game so much and i don't know what review it was that said they had to die 10 times to get to a new planet you must really suck at the game because i get to a new planet every single time because i'm great and i love that Ooh. game but on top of that, two games I won't go into too much. I'll probably talk about them more on what you play in third shift. I picked up 80 Days on the Nintendo Switch for like two bucks. It's kind of a text-based uh, around the world in 80 days kind of game. It takes place in like a steampunk version of that, but you're you know traveling to different cities and then you got to like arrange transport or explore the city and learn more about this crazy world that they live in because it's not the traditional you know 1800s world that that story took place in really fun had a big long full game session made it back in like 67 days and just it made me want to play it again just to see what all the other routes were because i took you know one very specific route but man if i went down here or i took the submarine that i heard about way on that side of the world all the way down to rio de janeiro what would i have found there who knows beautiful game and then katana zero i've already aced one of my New Year's resolutions because I downloaded Katana Zero off a of Game Pass. I beat it in two days because it was one of those days where I got home from work. I was like, "Ah, eh, I'll play Katana Zero that I just downloaded yesterday. Played through for like eight hours. I stayed up way too late playing it because it just hooked me. Just a fish hook in my mouth. I'm not going to spoil why, but the presentation of that game and the story go to such insane places that I was not expecting. And it just... I, I couldn't stop playing it that first night. And then I had like two hours left the next day until I hit the ending and I went, Oh, I, sw- I want, I want to play more. I want to play more. I want to unlock all the stuff in it. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, go back and a hundred percent do the whole thing, but man, that first playthrough was something special. I'll talk more about it on what you're playing third shift and what we're going to talk about more on this episode of Third Shift. It's Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game, complete edition. That's the one release this week. You and I picked the same game because
0: we're suckers. (laughs) We did. We did. And before we get jumping to that, though, remember, we both played Battleborn. We did play Battleborn. All right? I got so excited, I forgot (laughs) about another (laughs) amazing experience that I had. Jesus Christ. So here's the deal, folks, boys and girls, children, men, women, all of y'all out there, we know that Battleborn is going away forever soon. And we went, we got to get in there and we got to experience it again. So we said, what are we going to do? Well, we got to do ops because those are the best. Those are the bestest of the bestest. So this last week we played through every ops story there was and we had a good old time. In fact, we had a great old time. It was wonderful. I loved every minute of it. And then we said, you know, that was actually a ton of fun. We got to do all the stories too. Mm -hmm. And we went, all right, well next week we'll do the stories. And then Matt comes to me tonight, and he goes, "No, that's not it, brother." I said, "What you talking about?" He says, "We'll do all the stories the next time, which is tomorrow or today. If you're hearing this on, you know, Friday, we got to do PvP one time too. So the last week, that last weekend before it's all shut down forever, we got to do Battleborn PvP." Mm-hmm. And I and I I cried tears. <laughs> <laughs> because I used to love the PvP. Yeah, now, but it got to a yes. point where <laughs> I want I want
1: to preface this by saying when Battleborn first came out and we were rocking and rolling, we loved the PvP. Oh yeah, we played all the time, mm-hmm. and we were amazing at it, and it was great fun. Everybody had a good time; it was amazing. But then, so don't 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 say we hate PvP or yeah. don't say we suck at PvP.
0: Well, we we suck compared to the people that were left, which is the point we're getting to. Yes. But then it got to the point where only the actual, you know, the pro players of that time that really try hards, do goods were only playing. And we just didn't stack up to those yahoos. Correct. And so we were getting completely smoked and it wasn't a contest. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a a negotiation. It was just a complete slaughter. So the PvP unfortunately lost its luster and became something we feared and didn't want to touch anymore. (laughs) And so we stopped. But here we are at the end of Battleborn's life. And I got to agree with Matt, even though I'm terrified that that last weekend, that one last oorah, we got to play some PvP all night and have a great time. And maybe as Matt said, and I suspect, we'll see a lot of old faces, a lot of old folks, maybe even some devs up in there, and it'll be a great time. We'll have some fun, and we'll send off Battleborn with a good old oorah.
1: Since we've mentioned it a million times, we actually got confirmation from 2K sometime this week. I think it was like two days ago. Mm -hmm. The Battleborn servers will be going away and shutting off on the 31st of January. So you literally have two weeks and a couple days left of Battleborn if you want to be playing it. I'm still amazed that there's not some kind of weird super download PC hack option to to keep it and play through the story missions. Somebody's got to do it. Uh, What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Richard Devereaux, he's got to do it. Low lines, low lines got to find a way.
0: He does at least already have a whole, uh, database going. And he's got it all updated and everything. So you'll be able to see all the player models, all the animations, things like that forevermore. Those will never be gone, never be lost unless he decides to shut them all down and get rid of them. But no matter what, you'll at least see what Battleborn was through low lines and his site and everything else. And, of course, I'm sure Mental Mars has some cool old-school stuff still set up that you can check out, too. And you can go, hey, listen to old Third Shift way back in the day when we were playing constantly and talking about it. Battleborn will live on, and it's not over yet. Because, as we said, we did play it this week, but we're not going to talk about it extensively until we've done all the stories again, all the PvP again, and then we'll have another conversation mm-hmm. post-Battleborn's existence.
1: And you mentioned go check this out, go check that out. Go check out Sung Kim on Twitter. I think it's SongMasterK is his his at, his actual handle. But he's been posting up a ton of his old Battleborn stuff. Old art, assets, animations, all kinds of stuff. Like today, he was just blowing up Twitter. And I think Mean Mug and Anthony's been on there too. I know Ash has been posting up some stuff as well. So definitely go check out the devs. People have been sharing all kinds of memories of Battleborn lately. Our buddy Jim Ferranda has also been posting up some stuff here and there. Go check out the people that you love who made Battleborn because they're having lots of nostalgia and emotions and sharing old assets with you as well. It's been a good time to be a Battleborn fan, even though it's a bad time to be a Battleborn fan. You know what I'm saying?
0: I know what you're saying, man. It's a sad state of affairs, and we've talked about it all the time back in the day, and we, we'll we talk about it again. You know? You ain't heard the last of it. But with that being said, you ain't heard the last of Scott Pilgrim versus The World. We thought it was over. 2010, this game came out. Long time ago. Ancient history. Kids have been born and raised and are in like some kind of grade that isn't graduation yet since this game came out. But it's been a long time. I thought it was over. All right, this game came. It was so cool. Made by Ubisoft. It harkened back to the old River City Ransom, Streets of Rage. You know, that era of the 90s when those cool spider beat-em-ups games were out, having a good time. You went punching, you went kicking, you collected coins, you picked up the boxes, you hit the baddies over the heads, that sort of thing. You went through several stages, fought a boss. That's what this is. This was before like going retro was like this huge phenomenon, which everybody did. And so, Scott Pilgrim versus the world was like, Man, I remember those days playing these games, and it had that vibe of being old school, but it still looked really fresh, really clean, really cool. And I never even watched Scott Pilgrim or read the manga or whatever. I just was like, Oh man, this seems like River City Ransom for me, River City Ransom because that's what I always played and what I always remembered. I was like, this would be cool. So I got it and played it and had such a wonderful time with it.
1: And I'm 100% in the same boat. The movie came out the same time as the game did. I had no interest in the movie because Michael Sarah was in it, and I don't like him. I had never read the comic books at all. But just like you said, I saw footage of it and went, wow, that looks like Double Dragon to me, except now you can buy items to upgrade your stats. And it looks super good. The pixel art still holds up today, obviously, because pixel does. art doesn't change. Mm-hmm. But what you didn't mention is that bumpin' soundtrack from Anamanaguchi, that chip tune mm-hmm. soundtrack, the hypest, coolest, freshest. I mean, I was watching some reviews of it today, and they had the music going in the background. It was weird because before it was brand new music that triggered a nostalgic feeling, and now it's literally become nostalgic music. Like, I remember 10 years ago listening to these songs, playing this game, hearing those sound effects, and doing all these things. So now it is a retro game. What it took influence from, it has now become. It has become its own
0: thing. It's crazy how time passes, and a game that was supposed to pay homage to a retro is now retro. Mm -hmm. But it's still retro retro because it's still taking keys and cues from the real retro. It's, It's absurd and ridiculous. And, of course, because of all the licensing issues and everything else, this game disappeared, wasn't available for quite some time. But now they've got the physical release out on all the different platforms for you to buy as of now. And I'm telling you what, man. I'm considering it. Because like we complained about, River City Girls Mm -hmm. looked phenomenal. It's going to be great. We were going to play it. We are going to have a great time. Oh, local only. No online capability. Guess what? Scott Pilgrim, they used their brain. They went, oh, how do people actually play anymore? Nobody goes to their friend's house. That's dead. It's over. So they're online. And I'm like, God, man, maybe I can convince Matt we'll get this and we'll do it again. It'll be great. Oh, man, it'll be fun.
1: That's what I was thinking earlier. I was like, man, I'm definitely going to get it. And I was like, man, I could get it on any system I want because it's out for literally anything. All of them. And pretty much everything is going to run it really, really well. But I went, man, is Eric going to get it? What's he going to get it for? Because then I'm going to have to get it for that. And I will say, you mentioned the physical edition coming out. It's only through limited run games, I think. It's not like a mass market wide release. But considering what happened to this game before, it got delisted four years after it was released. You need to get the physical edition now. I'd
0: behoove you to get the physical.
1: And that's what I'm going to do, is I'm going to get the physical edition. And if I can only get the Switch physical edition, but you want to get it on PS4 slash PS5, I'm going to get that, and then I'm going to get the physical. So I'll never be without this game again. Because this is one of my favorite games from the 360 era, I had so much fun with it. I maxed out my character because you can, I don't want to say grind through levels because you don't have to grind, but it never feels like grinding because as you replay these levels, it's so much fun. The music is so good. The gameplay is so smooth and fun and fresh and hot that going through levels, even after your OP, it's just a joy to beat up all these characters and have this fun to this amazing soundtrack. You know, I maxed out, I think two different characters when I first had this game. So that shows you how much I love this game. It shows you how much fun this game is to just play and experience. So you need to do it now if you didn't before. And if you're playing it now, definitely also pick up a physical edition because you're never going to want this game to leave. Like I had to experience, never experience that heartache again.
0: And of course... With that all being said, just so you know, it's a cool side-scroll, and old-school pixel art. beat up You're Scott Pilgrim. You can also play as Ramona. Ramona happens to be the girl you're chasing. You want to be your girlfriend. But she, of course, has a tumultuous past where she has all sorts of boyfriends, girlfriends. And she's like, hey, you want to date me? You got to go beat them all up and show me you're worth it. So you go set out on an adventure to do just that. And it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's over the top. And you go have fun. There you go. Yeah, the story,
1: and also you can play as I think to start with three other characters from the comic books, and then also all the DLC is included because now this is Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game complete edition,
0: complete edition,
1: all the DLC is there. I think. Knives was a downloadable character, and then like her father was an additional striker character. I'm not 100% sure. I don't think I got the DLC back in the day.
0: Neither did I. I didn't.
1: It does blow my mind because I was watching some reviews, and I was like, I don't remember these crazy ultimate skill attacks that people were doing. They were showing like big mm-hmm. screen-clearing attacks. I never could do that. What the heck? So now there's new stuff in there just for me. Oh, my goodness.
0: See, it's going to be a whole new game for us, and it's going to be a whole new game for everybody else. Get out there, pop it in, test it out, check it out, check out reviews, whatever. It's going to be a cool game.
1: You know what? Speaking of things that are a cool time, you know, going back and playing Borderlands the pre-sequel would be a cool time, Eric. You know, I never did finish... Oh, never. Uh, did we old, never wild talk wild about
0: home. that? Oh, <laughs> man. I wonder what Athena would be like, you know, all maxed out with everything I'd ever wanted to have.
1: <laughs> but if you ever have that feeling, don't worry, because we got shift codes for Golden Keys of Borderlands the pre-sequel, so you can get yourself all kinds of free loot in there. So hit up the Twitter, the Red the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider. Get yourself a free loot in a fantastic game. How many times am I going to say it? I'm going to stop doing this portion of the show. Even though I love it, I'm going to stop doing because I'm sick of saying it. I'm tired of
0: it. I can't do it no, anymore. No, you, you can't be sick of saying it. It never never gets old. You know what? You stop saying this, I'm bringing back some Fortnite patch notes. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You shut your mouth and you'll keep talking about these wonderful shift code keys or I'll, I'll do something horrible. <laughs> That's right. And of course, while I'm doing something horrible, we already mentioned it but I will briefly state one more time Battleborn does go away 131 2021. So get in there, play Battleborn. You don't have it yet? You know what? Go to your local game store. I'm sure you can find it for 5 bucks. I'll promise you, 5 bucks is worth it.
1: The multiplayer is free to play, dude. You don't even need to oh, spend 5 you bucks. Even gotta
0: buy, you don't even got to buy it. You don't even got to buy it. All right, but I recommend you just go buy it. Just go buy it. You can find it brand new for five, ten bucks. Just go do it. Play it. Have a great time. Understand that it's an amazing game. We'll talk about it more once we've done all the stories and all the PvP again.
1: Speaking of amazing games and having a great time, having a good time, having a fun time, you can jump into Borderlands 3 because they've reactivated Takedown of the Guardian Breach. I had to read it twice. To even know which one they were talking about, I was like, "Molly, want to take down? Hasn't that always been there? Oh, take down at the Guardian Breach! Garden oh Breach. man, that was the Remember one we never finished because that crystal part was boom, really freaking stupid and hard stupid. and dumb. Yeah, and we were so drunk we couldn't figure it out. Now we don't uh-huh. even have to figure it out. Don't have Woo! to. Supercharged crystals is here now. I'm when you not... step off those dump pads, <laughs> the crystals don't lose their
0: power, so you can't instantly wipe through the next week. It's gonna be was... magic. <laughs> this is what kills me. I was so happy. I went. Oh, shuck it, shuck it. Now, nah, we have to play this on Borderlands Night. But, uh-huh. of course, we got to do all the Battleborn stories. So, I'm like,
1: oh no, time. It.
0: Damn it. I, we have to make enough time. We have to. Because this is the opportunity. Mm-hmm. This is the time to get into that takedown and smoke it and have a good time without even having to think. It's going to be perfect.
1: Well, I remember almost being able to solo that takedown, except those crystal things were super stupid.
0: Mm-hmm. So, pfft. <laughs> It's it's
1: easy. It's it's a game winner. It's no chance.
0: i to do it. We should do it together. It's more fun together. That's you true. You know what? We start off. We'll do a melon, We'll do the takedown, not the mel one takedown. Don't do, do that one. No, <laughs> no, do that one. There's nothing new in there. We already did it. The new one. Go do it. Smoke it, and then we go do our stories for the rest of the night. See, wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. Get through it. Have a great time, and then go finish the missions and stories. In Battleborn,
1: I'm down with this, but I'm also terrified that we're not going to finish those missions this week <laughs> because we're there's gonna, a lot of missions, dude. There's, there's like a ten lot of them. missions, and we, and we barely made it the, through four apps,
0: and we weren't in the tip-top shape either. So, <laughs> but but we had the practice through the Ops, so it's going to make us a little bit better, a little smoother through the story missions, which are actually a lot harder than the Ops. So. There was that one mission
1: yeah, that we, sure. we, if we got a bad roll on it,
0: we died every time, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. We'll do the best we can. That's all we can do. We'll do get your best, forget the, get as as the rest. We can. That's, That's right. what a smart man says. Tony, Tony told me that. Good man, he was. Good old Tony. So, yes, that has taken effect. There was also a couple gear adjustments, but as you guys know, DNA Ripper, SF Force, text backed after the class mod. I don't know. this. If you're interested in those things, check it out. Basically, they were all increased, made better, damage increased, et cetera, et cetera. I don't use any of those particular items, so I can't tell you much about them.
1: You especially don't anymore because we started the new characters. I thought about that as I was looking at them. I was like, I don't know what these are. And then I remembered why. It's because I'm not max level Jones. I'm just picking up purples and greens and doing the best I can with our new characters. I'm not
0: getting any legendaries. Exactly. We're not getting none of that good stuff no more. Plus, with how many times my game's been erased and I've started over already, (laughs) I don't know what anything (laughs) is anymore. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? Who Who knows? knows? It's
1: crazy. Speaking of who knows, that's next up on our show notes. (laughs) It says, who knows? What are we talking about, Eric?
0: So in a nutshell, you know, it's a it's a light week. It's been a light month. Let's face it, folks. You know, that's why we get to do those fun episodes where we're just like, hey, game of the years, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to kind of carry it forward a little bit here. And I want to say, hey, with the New Year upon us, everything's happened. There's a few months, you know, that first quarter. I hate talking about the first quarter, though, because uh, in in the business side of it, I think they the first quarter is like just basically from January to December. I, I don't even know what they consider to be the first quarter anymore. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, if it's fiscal quarter, then it's technically the second quarter. Yeah, exactly. Well, so anywho's we'll basically go, hey, the next few months, man, what are you interested in? What do you look forward to? What games are you kind of hyped about? Anything you want to check out or, you know, really itching to play, worried about, etc. That's kind of where I thought I'd just go. You know, finish off the night with a fun little, hey, what you looking forward to in the first quarter of this year, Matt? Anything pique your interest. Well,
1: there's one damn thing that piques my interest, and it's going to be Game of the Year at end of this year, and that's Persona 5 Strikers. When you brought up this topic, I was like, man, I don't even know what games are coming out. The thing is, there's a lot of games I'm excited for this year, and we talked about it a little bit on our Game Awards episode because a lot of reveals happen for games that should be coming out this year, but I don't know where they're at in the year. I got no clue on some of these games because I don't, I don't follow all the stuff. I go I go home and I play like... Seven games in one week, and that's, that's all I can handle. But obviously, Persona 5 Strikers is the Duke of New York A number one for me. That's the one thing I know. It's in the first quarter of the year here. I know it's going to be great. I know I'm going to love it. I know I'm going to play the ever loving bejesus out of it. So that's, that's first on the list because that's the easy one. And I know, I know, that's the one where I know where it is. I don't know about all any right. of these other things I'm excited about.
0: So that one's in February, February 23rd, to be exact. Yes. So, I'm with you on that one, so I'll come back to it. In January, there is a game, which I told you off-air, which I'm going to explain now, is coming out. And I'm super stoked about It's called The Medium. Coming out, Xbox Series X and S and PC. This is where I'm sad. I don't have the Xbox Series X or S. I do have a PC. And my PC is decent. My PC needs a new graphics card. But other than that, it's pretty darn good. It's got all the other specs all up to date. And I love Silent Hill. You guys have heard me before, I'm sure, talk about it. It's one of my favorite series ever. It unfortunately is gone and dead because Kojima's, you know, moved on doing other things and Konami's a bunch of crazy fools. But except, except I
1: heard recently there's rumors that it's starting yeah, up again, but
0: there's rumors, but that's been rumors for like six months. So yeah. it's strong rumors and I'm actually, I believe them, but. Who knows? You know what I mean? I how you that. how could you do how could you how do could, that though? Hey, come on, start making stuff.
1: All right, screw it. You're out of here. Oh, wait, actually do come on back though. Come on. Come, come, on, on, come on. It'll be come fine. On. Come, on. come on. It's gonna be fine. No. You're
0: gonna love us. Yeah. Don't do that. Exactly. So the medium's gotta do it. The medium's gonna be that, that that hole filled up for me. I hope. It looks promising. It's got the dual worlds going on, one we're in the actual real world, the other one we're in the, the psychedelic spiritual realm. And it's all messed up and crazy. Uh Troy Baker plays the voice of like this super crazy bad dude. And he sounds terrifying. It looks awesome. It sounds really cool. Basically, you're a psychiatrist trying to figure out what's going on with this murder, And stuff starts hitting the fan. And you start alternating between the two different realms, the spirit realm and the real realm. And you got to start solving puzzles while you're in certain realms to get to the next step. And you'll meet characters in the real realm and the spirit realm that will help you and or hinder you throughout your experience. So it's like that really cool, very scary puzzle game that you got to figure out. It looks awesome. And I can't say it is awesome because it could be a big flop. Who knows? It's an unproven quantity at this point. But I have high hopes.
1: Well, I'm going to go the complete opposite of what you're talking about. You're talking about a scary
0: game with all nightmare visuals.
1: And it's an unproven quantity. Nobody knows if it's any good. I'm talking about Super Mario 3D World oh, and Bowser's yeah. Fury. Now, That's going to be good. Until I played Mario Odyssey, I was out of Mario games. When I heard about this one and heard how good it was and everyone was loving 3D World, I went, oh, well, it's a Mario game and it's on the Wii U, which I'll never, ever get. Now I have a Switch. Now I can play this. Now I can experience how good it was all those years ago. I also never played the 3DS version because playing the 3DS Mario, eh, I didn't want to do it. But now it's here. Now it's got added content. It's coming out February 12th, so it's pretty much right around the corner, just under a month away right now. It's a solid, fantastic Mario game everybody loved, but nobody could play because nobody had a Wii U. Now everybody has a Switch. Everybody can play it. I'm going to be one of those guys playing it. Because Odyssey got me back into Mario again. The joy and the colors and the bright, fun, romping atmosphere of just goofing around being Mario. I'm back in it again. I'm going to be back in it on February 12th.
0: Well, and of course, it's like heavy on the platforming. And that's what's got me super excited. You know, it's back to you actually having to jump, 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 move, move, move quickly, you know. And that's that's my favorite part of Mario is when you're just like, bah, 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 bah. I'm trying to make those perfect jumps, trying to get past the bullet bobs, et cetera. Et cetera. It's Bullet Bill's, but I it changed is. to Bullet Bob's because there's, it's, it's a real life thing. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll never, I'll never <laughs> let
1: Bullet Bill go though, because he's also matched with Torpedo Ted. Bill and Ted, That's hey, two true. posters. Bill and right Ted, excellent
0: adventure. I, uh, you know, I got gotcha. you. but for work reasons, Bullet Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Also, so there's so an old I'm wrestler, also...
1: <laughs> Bullet Bob Armstrong. So it works in two
0: different ways. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, so I am excited about that too. And I'll mention one briefly. I'm not going to get it, so I won't talk about it a lot, but I'm sad. Control comes to PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and S Mm -hmm. as of February 2nd. All right, I've already told you guys I played through the whole game again. I want to do the DLCs. I already got them. I already own them. I'm going to do that. But I would love to have done it on the PS5 with the upgraded graphics, all Mm -hmm. the cool stuff they're going to be adding. But Remedy screwed us all over and said, hey, y'all. We're not giving you that free upgrade. You're going to have to pay for the game all over again if you want the, the PS5 version. I think it's kind of gross. I think it's kind of nasty. I'm not too happy about it. Especially since I've played through your game twice. And I've talked about it at nauseum. Bought your DLCs. Love it to death. But hey...
1: You bought those DLCs, but you sure didn't play them, Mister Eric. That's why you don't get the free upgrade. You don't even know what that's, they're about. have yeah, happening in those?
0: That's probably why it never happened. They said, Eric, <laughs> you didn't play the DLCs. Apparently, we gotta make people pay for this whole thing again. Apparently. <laughs> so, I see it, and I'm, I'm, I'm stoked, and I'm happy for Remedy, you yeah, know, yeah. and I hope it does well because I love those guys and gals. But I am also sad because I'm not forking over. Another 60 70 bucks 70 mm. to do that again. It's not going to happen. But it's there. If you haven't played that game, go play it. Go get this edition of it because it is going to be the best one in the slot. The game I did want to tell you about, which Matt already brought up, was Persona 5 Strikers. Woo, diggity dog, Matt. This is going to be the game, man. Mm-hmm. When this game comes out, all the other games, they can just go take a hike. I'm going to be playing this. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to uh-huh. be the best time in the world. I already predict, like you said, it's gonna probably end up being the game of the year. You know, (laughs) hey, other games of the year surprise me. There you go. Because I don't know if you can do it.
1: (laughs) Well, here's one game that I'm gonna play when I'm not playing Persona Five Strikers. When I'm like, oh man, you know, I don't feel like RPG stuff today. I want to play something that's it's kind of a quick little burst. I'm going to be playing Returnal because apparently it does have a release date of March 19th. March 19th. And this is the roguelite third-person shooter. All the trailers have been mysterious and weird and creepy. So you're on some kind of alien world. Obviously, you go through it. It changes. You die. It changes again. Now your experience is different. I love roguelites. That's the thing I got into last year. I played a million of those damn games. Now this is the next-gen, hottest, freshest, most beautiful-looking thing in that whole genre coming out March 19th. And they just released a bunch of new footage from it, which I didn't have the chance to watch today. I saw it on my phone and I went, I need to watch that later. And then Animal Crossing got its fish hook in my mouth and I couldn't. But I can't wait to go just watch the footage of it because I'm so excited for this game because it's, it's the genre that I'm loving the most right now. And like I said, it's brand new PS5 exclusive, freshest, hottest, smoothest SSD and HDR and all the stuff. I can't wait to get my hands on it.
0: Well, while you're over there rocking that out, waiting for that one. Oh man, Monster Hunter Rise, boys and girls, on the Switch, March 26th, as of now. The demo is out, and I'm going to be playing it this weekend. I cannot wait to get it downloaded and check it out. You all know I love Monster Hunter World, and then of course Iceborne. It was awesome. It was such a great time, and I expect that this is going to be even more of a great time because I'll be able to play it wherever I want, even at work on my lunch. I'll be able to go, hey buddy, you want to get out and do a monster real quick while I'm on lunch? Bam, yes. And then we're going to go kill a really cool monster. Have a fantastic time with it. Everything so far is looking like it's going to be sweet, amazing. It takes a lot of lessons learned from Monster Hunter World, improves upon them, takes some of the old school stuff from the previous Monster Hunters, incorporates it back in so that it's a beautiful blend of what the old school Monster Hunter folks love and what the new folks from Monster Hunter World had put together. I am very excited for it. I want it to be something that I play and have a great time with and really get me that on the Switch, you know, playing constantly, having that good time like you do with your Animal Crossing. I'm hoping that's what Monster Hunter Arise does for me on March 26th.
1: Speaking of March 26th, man, that's when the other game you're going to be playing co op is supposed to be coming out. I'm talking about It Takes Two for our buddy mm-hmm. Joseph Ferris the oscars he knows what he's talking about it's the next game it's gonna have the buy it once and your buddy gets to play for free it's that whole co-op you were like little toys in a toy box and going through all kinds of adventures together super co-op based because his stuff always is i'm just excited to play it because we never played a way out so i want to play this one <laughs> the worst part is i did buy it but we never had downtime of like i don't know what do we want to play and now it could be like hey man check this out boom play that It was always, what do you want to play? I want to play this. I want to play that. I want to play this. I want to play that. You or me having some strong feelings about something. We're going to have strong feelings about playing this one because it's going to come out and it's going to be new. We're going to get it and we're going to play it. It's going to be fun.
0: And it's going to be great. And it's going to be the way it should be where you buy the copy and I get to play with you because that's the way the game should freaking be. It's insane to me.
1: You you should buy the copy and I should play with you. That's...
0: All right, now I bought Wolfenstein Youngblood. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. This is ridiculous. You're you're rich. You're rich. You got to buy it. You got
1: two incomes, (laughs) son. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, and I got two kids.
1: (laughs) Someone made a bad decision.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess you could say that's true. (laughs) You could argue that. (laughs) So with that being left on the table and not talked about, my last one, Outriders. April first, we've talked about this one before, for me anyway. And there's actually another one, but I'm sure you're going to say it, so I'm going to go with Outriders. Outriders. Oh, he maybe he won't. Now I'll lie and I'm going to talk about one more. But anyways, no, I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. So. I know we're going to find out. Outriders comes out April first. It got delayed, then it got delayed again. Now to April first, and they said, "Hey, seriously, it's not an April Fool's joke." People can find the Yahoo's who got us Bulletstorm, which me and Matt played and had such a wonderful time with. Mm-hmm. It deserves the praise we gave it. It deserves to be checked out. What a fun game. So I have high hopes and faith that this one's going to be really cool. It is not a games as a service, but it plays in the, the form that Destiny does. So you you go to these out planet, this new planet. You got to figure out what's going on. You get all this really cool gear, all this really cool weapons that got you know your whites, your greens, your blues, your purples, your legendaries, etc. You upgrade your stuff as you're going along, getting better and better, grinding out bosses, grinding out these levels, getting the cool gear to get you to the end of the game. It's fantastic. It looks awesome. It looks right up my alley, and I'm hoping that it's something me and Matt can both enjoy because it does have that cover-based type kind of system like Gears of War has, which me and Matt played previously and had a lot of fun with in the past. And since it also has looks like that kind of charisma and fun attitude that Bulletstorm Mm had— I feel like this is going to be something me and Matt are going to get to have a really good time with and have a fun just playing for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks on end for our Friday night Borderlands Entertainment. I am super stoked for it. Sad to see it got delayed to April 1st. But hey, that's fine because, as we just mentioned, there's so many other games to play up till then that I'm not going to be sad about it in the long run.
1: Well, the last one that I have planned to talk about is a game that's coming after then, so it probably shouldn't be on this list, but apparently does have a release date. Of May 21st, which I didn't have any idea about, but it's a game I'm super excited about ever since I saw the first trailer. And that's Death Loop, which is again sort of roguelike anyway, because you're an assassin stuck in a time loop on this crazy island and you gotta kill all these other assassins. And each time you go through a loop, a death loop, if you will, you learn more about where those characters are and what it is they're doing. So the next time you can plan to set up something that makes this character go over here. You can ruin his experiment so he has no choice but to accept the invitation to go to this person's party. Now you can get two at once. And then while you're at the party, I'm sure you're going to learn another reason why somebody else couldn't be there. So your next loop that you go through after you get killed by a rival assassin... You go screw up their plans. You push more people. You push more little chess pieces around on the board. The stuff I love the most. And then it's wild, crazy action with crazy superpowers in it. If you, if you haven't watched the trailer, go check it out. It gets me so hype every time I see a trailer. Every time I see the logo somewhere, I'm like, Oh yeah. When's that coming out? Apparently, it's May 21st. It's not really the first quarter. It's the first half of the year, though. I'll take it. I'll take it, man.
0: Well, so he missed the first quarter, and he missed the game I thought he was going to mention, Mr. Matt. But I'll tell you this. He is He is right. Deathloop's something to be looking forward to. I want to get hyped about this one. I want to be excited. For some reason, I'm dead in my heart about it, but I shouldn't be. I want to be excited about it, but I don't know. Just something about it doesn't strike me yet. I need to... I need to get some feeling or love.
1: Did you ever play Dishonored or any of their other games? You no. Play, you played Prey, though. You played I played
0: Prey for about 10 hours, yeah, but then fell off of it. And I think maybe that's where it's coming.
1: I played Dishonored and fell off of it, too, but this looks like frenetic, whereas that yeah. one was sneak poo
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got, I, I hope it's great. I want because. I do like their, their their style of their games and how yes. things goes, but it's just I don't know. Like I said, I played Prey and and I got about ten hours in, but it just I kept going. Why am I playing this? Why am I? I kept questioning why I was playing it, and then finally stopped playing it. I went well, now I'm scared. Is Deathloop going to do that? I don't know. Maybe
1: I watched somebody else play Prey. And it felt more like Alien: Isolation. It looks cool, but not as cool as that was. But this looks totally different from that, so that's mm-hmm. what I'm excited. Fast, yeah. fun, frenetic, throwing people off bridges and against walls and stuff.
0: Whew. And the different outcomes all the time based off your actions. It's promising, so I hope it is good. The one I thought you were going to mention for the actual first quarter was Near Replicant Version One Point Two Two Four Seven Four Four Eight Seven One Three Nine. It wasn't on this list I was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that comes out April twenty third, twenty twenty one, and I have not played a single near in my whole life. But I watched Matt play near on mm-hmm. and I went. I need to play this game, and I need to love this this genre because it is so cool. And I haven't done it yet because there's just a million games, and I have little time. But I still dream of doing it, and I want to do it, and I want to get. If I don't at least get through automata before this hits, I want to at least jump on board. Near yeah, Replicant, which is actually like a remake of the previous Nier, and I want that. I want to play that with, of course, the updated graphics, all the all the pluses they've added to it, all the all the extras. It looks really cool and super strange, and I'm all about it.
1: I can't wait for it. I played a little bit of the original Nier, but not enough to get to all the weird stuff. And then playing through Nier Automata was just... God... If that wasn't on my games of the year list that year, it should have damn been because that was so weird and strange. And that ending experience was one of like the best I've ever had in a game. So I'm hoping this has at least some bit of that. I've heard it's weird and gets crazy and it's Uh really, really good. I've heard people say it's better than automata was. I have high, high expectations. I really hope it meets them because automata was amazing. You got to play it. Now you talking about it makes me want to play it all over again. Because, God, that game was good.
0: It was. I didn't even get to play it. I just watched it. It was good. Mm-hmm. So I'm super stoked for it. So as you heard, folks, we just mentioned a whole bunch of games. There's actually more I would mention, but we're running out of time. So, hey, maybe another day we'll talk about it when we actually get to play those titles. But for now, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to this year. What are y'all looking forward to? You know? I want to know.
1: Let us know all that via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com. I'm the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and. Whew, Blow the dust off your smartphone. <sighs> What's that fat, 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 fache book? Facebook. Find us on Facebook on the third shift, damn it. Some f- book. i got to bleep that out now. That's 10 more <laughs> minutes of editing i got to do. Jesus.
0: I just ruined your night. I'm so <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> While you're
0: finding us over at that f***y book, you can find us over at Patreon as well. We treat it just like a little old tip, gyro. All of you who have previously thrown us a tip or been there just all the time and thrown us all sorts of bucks and kept us going, we super appreciate it. It does indeed help us out. We get to keep the lights on, pay the pod beans, pay all the other things that need to be paid to keep the podcast rolling without taking money from our own pocket, which we would do if needs be because we know anybody out there that listens to us, you are dedicated you are awesome. And we want to make sure that you hear what we got to say for the week. And we'll never stop. Never stop. But we do appreciate it if you can throw in. If you can't, we understand. You can give us the face bag. The face
1: bag. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I've
0: ended the show. I don't care about the rest. There's no way topping that. Don't forget to save, mother Don't forget to save. (laughs) Give us some face (laughs) bags.